So just sitting quietly but relaxedly, settling back and observing the body, the breath, or whatever practice you choose to engage in, just to begin.
So moving into the, the next practice, I'd like to offer a compassion practice today, following on my talk last night, especially in terms of right effort. So the question then becomes how to grow our hearts, which begins with a commitment to understand and bear witness to our suffering. So this is a quote from Titnathan. When we feed and support our own happiness, we are nourished, nourished, we are nourishing our ability to love. That's why to love means to learn the art of nourishing our happiness. Understanding someone's suffering is the best gift you can give another person. Understanding is love's other name. If you don't understand, you can't love. If our parents didn't love and understand each other, how are we to know what love looks like? The most precious inheritance that parents can give their children is their own happiness. Our parents may be able to leave us money, houses, and land, but they, may be, but they may not be happy people. If we have happy parents, we have received the richest inheritance of all. So please get comfortable and you know, just like the loving kindness practice, you, know, you want to be, up, you wanna be uh, aware, but you, if you want to lie down, that's fine. Just get comfortable. And I'll read a little bit about the definition of compassion, and then we'll move into the practice. So if you want others to be happy, So I'll read, if you want others to be happy, practice compassion. If you want to be happy, practice compassion. The Dalai Lama. I believe compassion to be one of the few things we can practice that will bring immediate and long-term happiness to our lives. I'm not talking about the short-term gratification of pleasures like sex, drugs, or gambling, though I'm not knocking them, but something that will bring true and lasting happiness, the kind that sticks. And so let's talk about the definition of compassion from none other, none other than Wikipedia. <laughs> compassion is an emotion that is a sense of shared suffering, most often combined with a desire to alleviate or reduce the suffering of another to show special kindness to those who suffer. Compassion essentially arises through empathy and is often characterized through actions wherein a person acting with compassion will seek to aid those they feel compassionate for. Compassionate acts are generally considered those which take into account the suffering of others and, and attempt to alleviate that suffering as if it were their own, one's own. In this sense, the various forms of the golden rule are clearly based on the concept of compassion. 
Compassion differs from other forms of helpful or humane behavior in that its focus is primarily on the alleviation of suffering, which is what we're doing here. So let's talk about the benefits a little bit. Why develop compassion in your life? Well, there are scientific studies that suggest there are physical benefits to practicing compassion. People who practice it produce 100% more DHEA, which is a hormone that counteracts the aging process. Very interesting. And 23% less cortisol, the stress hormone. But there are other benefits as well, and these are emotional and spiritual. The main benefit is that it helps you to be more happy and brings others around you to be more happy. If we agree that it is a common aim of each of us to strive to be happy, then compassion is one of the main tools for achieving that happiness. It is therefore of utmost importance that we cultivate compassion in our lives and practice compassion every day. So there's what they call a commonalities practice. Instead of recognizing the differences, and this is really key to what we've been talking about, instead of recognizing the differences between yourself and others, try to recognize what you have in common. At the root of it all, we are all human beings. We need food, shelter, and love. We crave attention and recognition and affection, and above all, happiness. So we're going to reflect on these commonalities you have with every other human being and ignore the differences. So there's actually five of them. So what I'd like to suggest is that I say, say them aloud, say one at a time, and then we'll reflect on each one. And just like with metta, you're to repeat the, the phrase to yourself. So the first one is, just like me, this person is seeking happiness in his or her life. Repeating it, just like me, this person is seeking happiness in his or her life. And obviously you can select a person, um, or you can, instead of saying a person, you can say the group. For instance, it may be helpful if we focus on this group in particular, since we've been sharing so much with each other. Or if you have a person in mind that is suffering, and you would like to send uh, these phrases, or to say these phrases with them in mind, that's perfectly okay. And obviously, if this isn't your cup of tea, you're welcome to do your normal practice. So I'll repeat it several times. Just like me, this person is seeking happiness in his or her life. Just like me, this person is seeking happiness in his or her life. So just repeating that phrase silently. Just like me, this person is seeking happiness in his or her life. Just like me, this person is seeking happiness in his or her life.
just like me, this person is seeking happiness in his or her life. So we use that phrase for a few more moments before moving on to the next. And at any time, if one phrase resonates with you more than another, or if you have your own phrasing, by all means, feel free to use that. The next one. Just like me, this person is trying to avoid suffering in his or her life. Just like me, this person is trying to avoid suffering in his or her life. Just like me, this person is trying to avoid suffering in his or her life. Just like me, this person is trying to avoid suffering in his or her life. Just like me, this person is trying to avoid suffering in his or her life. Just like me, this person is trying to avoid suffering in his or her life. Moving on to the next phrase. Just like me, this person has known sadness, loneliness, and despair.
just like me. This person has known sadness, loneliness, and despair. Just like me, this person has known sadness, loneliness, and despair. Just like me, this person has known sadness, loneliness, and despair. Moving on to the next one. Just like me, this person is seeking to fill his or her needs. Just like me, this person is seeking to fill his or her needs. Just like me, this person is seeking to fill his or her needs. Just like me, this person is seeking to fill his or her needs.
And finally, the next phrase, just like me, this person is learning about life. Just like me, this person is learning about life. Just like me, this person is learning about life. Just like me, this person is learning about life. So as we come near the conclusion of this process, I'd like to remind us what the Dalai Lama said. If you want others to be happy, practice compassion. If you want to be happy, practice compassion. May all beings be happy. May all beings be peaceful. May all beings be free from suffering.
So now we have the walking practice. And if some of you feel adventurous and want to use any of these phrases like, just like me, this person is seeking happiness, is trying to avoid suffering, has known sadness, loneliness, loneliness or despair. But my favorite would probably be, just like me, this person be, wants to be happy or seeks happiness. And that this, just like me, this person is learning about life. And the only reason why I say that is because I'm real good at doing the other stuff. <laughs> like suffering and loneliness and I need a break. <laughs> so happy walking and thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.